You're listening to the West Side Podcast, a part of the L.A. International Church of Christ family of churches, worshiping God in L.A. since 1989. God knows we need it now for the children. Welcome, Westside Church. Really encouraged uh, by that introduction of our Screenland ministry. And today we really have a special uh, project planned for our, our sermon today. We're going to be calling it a uh, lesson through dialogue. And we have a, a guest today. He is our Screenland ministry overseeing uh, uh, servant. He is a working actor, has been on SEAL team. He has uh, worked professionally doing a number of commercials, just recently booked a regional commercial. Um, tremendously uh, active, influential, and loving guy. I want to introduce to you our Screenland Ministry leader, Oscar Rodriguez. Good to see you, Oscar. <laughs> Sup, Steve. Thank you so much for having me today. Maybe you could let us know why we uh, instituted the Screenland Ministry. Sure. Yeah. So the Screenland ministry, we actually have a vision and mission statement I'd love to share. Can I share, Steve? Yes, please do. Awesome. Okay. So our mission is to glorify God by creating opportunities for God-fearing men and God-fearing women to express their love for God through arts, media, and entertainment. We actually achieved this, Steve, by using our collective talents to produce content and experiences, and our ultimate goal is to reach and inspire all those who desire a personal relationship with Him. Awesome. Really grateful for the Screenland ministry yeah, uh, and its outreach to uh, artists, uh, certainly the West Side being a hub for that, not only uh, locally, but really even internationally. Mm-hmm. So today the title is God the Creator. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean to you, God the Creator? So God the Creator, you know, the first thing I think about as God the Creator is creation. And I think about the universe, you know, I think about the stars, I think about the planets, I think about just everything that wasn't created by man, you know. Uh, so all those things are, are just in, it, in itself beautiful and screams the glory of God. And so for me, when I think of God the Creator, that's what I think of first. But if we look at Scripture, there's more to that. So it says in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, 
He created them. Oh, I love this scripture, Steve. Um, for me, when I think of God, the creator, I think of the image of God and us being his image. I love how Genesis, it says specifically in the beginning, it says, let us, let us make mankind in our image. So, I, you know, us is plural. It's not singular. And oftentimes we think of God as a singular being. When he's not, he is more than one. He's actually three. So, you know, when I think he, in this scripture, I see us, I think of God, Jesus Christ, I think of the Holy Spirit, and together, that relationship within the three, they, we, we are created in that likeness. So if God is relational and we are a reflection of God as his image, then we are relational. We are not just alone or singular, but we're plural. We're met for more than one. And if you look here uh, in 27, it actually says, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. It's almost like saying, you know, each male is unique and a female is unique, but together they are the image of God. Yeah. And individually can be the image of God, but but better plural. So a multiple. I can learn from, from women. I can learn from other men. But we together are the image of God. So yes, that's what Oscar. I think about. It's great. You know, most uh, Bible scholars, they do look at the Trinity uh, from that verse. And certainly it d- then defines us as being relational beings primarily, uh, not defined by just intellectual love, but really defined by relationship. And I really appreciate that point. So since we're the image bearers of God and God is relational, he is also the creator of our being. And therefore, as beings that need to uh, reflect him, we also will therefore be creators. Yes. That then leads us into this idea of beauty and creativity and art being a way we reflect his image. So as an actor... What does it mean to be made in the image of God? Ooh, I love this question, Steve. I love it. So, you know, as a, as a first, as, a, as an image bearer or a striving to be the image of God, um, you know, I call, I, I, I say that I am a disciple of Jesus. So, you know, that is what I bring to the world of acting. But it's very funny. You know, I've noticed a lot of things, especially in classes and, and, and work, that, you know, I, I get a script, and when I receive the script, I, they tell me who my character is, you know, or who I audition for. My job is to discover who this character is. I don't just come up with something. I, I, I read through it, and I, and I study out the character of the character, you know, I study out the different little things about it. You know, their nuances, mm. why they get angry, uh, their upbringing, you know, their, their social status. I, th- I ask all kinds of deep questions that give me an answer as to why this person is who they are. And you know what, Steve? I carry that image on film. When you're looking at me on set or mm. a, a, on a movie, let's say, or any actor for that matter, you're not looking at the person. For example, you're not looking at Al Pacino being Al Pacino. 
he is carrying an image. Mm. Really, it's about their character and about bearing that image. So it, 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 for me, I think of you know, God being the director. And I think of us being in his script. And we're a character. And, and, and we try to strive to understand ourselves. But really, we are the image of God. So to understand who we are, we have to dig into who the image of God is, who God is himself, his character, so that we can bear that image. It's great. Mm-hmm. One thing I think a lot of people, I know I, you and I talked about this earlier, was if uh, when we think of acting or we think of being an actor, oftentimes we equate that with not being authentic or being real. Yeah. And so if we think connecting with God yeah. has anything to do with acting, I don't think that draws us in. And yet I know you see it more deeply than that. Yeah. Maybe you could explain that. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. Great question. You know, if you or any of you watching, you're watching a movie and if you see anything fake, you will change the channel. You will stop watching the movie. Mm. You will, you will not continue because you can, you, you can tell the truth. You can see the truth when you see it. If, you, if something happens and it doesn't, if they don't react in the way that would make sense to you, you would, you would totally abandon ship from that movie. So for me as an actor, I have to develop and understand who this character is. More specifically, I have to empathize and really be there with this character um, so that I can understand the hardships the pain, the suffering. And so when you, when, when you see me in a, in a film or you see me in um, any film, really, or any actor, they're not being themselves, right? They're being, their, the, they're being the true nature of that character. And whoever can do that the best gets the job. Right. So it's not about faking it. It's about owning it. How does this relate to our identity, you know, in my own search, Steve, I have found that deep in my heart, there's a spot that's open for identity that I find to fill. I try to fill it with something, either my job, either the character, either, um, you know, what my friends say I am or what the culture, really, whatever the culture says you know, and if I look in those directions, I will never be fulfilled, Steve. And so how do you relate then being an image bearer of God to how your identity is formed? It actually bestow God bestows identity into us. You know, as as a as a as a as a son of a single mother, I never had my father around. When I found God and I call him my father. He says it, it clearly in scripture. He calls me his son. He adopts me into his family. To me, Jesus Christ is the example. The Bible has everything about God and his character and Jesus Christ being the exact image, the exact reflection great. of God and the firstborn of creation. You know what's funny, Steve? I love in, in, in John how it says, through, uh, you know, at the beginning was the Word and the Word was with Christ. And we know that Jesus is the Word. 
and that all things were made through him. So yes. you, Steve, and me, and you, and anybody watching, we were all made through Jesus Christ. Right. So we are incomplete without him. That's right. We are incomplete. And, the, and the, the, the most amazing thing is that when you finally find Jesus and, and, and you embody his image, right. you are complete. Your character is complete. The, the, the space in your heart that's missing is filled with Jesus. It's great. So how do you strive to be that kind of image bearer? It's, um, it takes work, Steve. It just doesn't happen overnight. You know, in First um, Corinthians 13, oh, I, I usually replace God with love, right? God is love. So God is patient. God is kind. And then, you know, replace your name. Good. Oscar is patient. Good thing Oscar's to do. Kind. Am I? Am I patient? Am I kind? Am I? Am, I do I not envy? You know. So I, I know the challenging part of that verse is where it says, "Love never fails." <laughs> so to put in Oscar never Oscar fails never or fails. Steve never yeah. fails is really challenging. Uh, I agree with that. It That's is. A, it yeah. is. You know. So it's not so much. You know, it's not so much whether you get it right or wrong. So for me, I don't think about being a disciple and, and carrying the image of God about right or wrong. I think about of it as devotion. I think about of it as, you know, good work. Things that really draw out who I am made for. God created me to be his reflection and created me for a purpose. And I can't, I can't fulfill that purpose if I'm not carrying his image without that I, I i'm doing completely my own thing and and then and that takes me away from the script that god has written for me for my life and for actually ultimately his story his movie his purpose it's great you know we've been going through a time of uh, awakening to injustice in our country but also all around the world and there are various layers of injustice that um, many of us are seeing in our own lives personally. So for you, how as a Latino man yeah. are you able to reflect the image of God? And how is that bearing on uh, the way you're doing lately? And uh, mm -hmm. what does it mean to be a Latino man reflecting the image of God in, in today's culture? Thank you, Steve. This is a deep question. Um, I will say that it. It's, it's a very heartfelt, close to, close to my heart type of question. You know, God created me exactly who I am, mm -hmm. with exactly the right parents, uh, uh, in the right place for, the, for his purposes. And I get to express that, like, uh, kind of like a lens on a light, you know, different, diff a different shade than maybe somebody else. So for me, being a Latino, um, I've had to really consider... You know, what, did that, what does that mean in my profession as an actor? You know, what kind of jobs do I get? You know, will they see, will they call me in? You know, or are they just looking for Latinos? Sometimes, and it's, it's true, there are stereotypical roles. Mm. I mean, I know Latinos that play the same gangster over and over again. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's Hollywood, right? Uh, but I'll be honest with you, there is, a, there is a strive to change that. There is movements that are changing that narrative, and it's amazing. But, you know, one thing about it, too, is that, you know, Martin Luther King says, judge a man not by the color of his skin, but by the content of his character. That is that that didn't that remind you, Steve, of First Samuel 16, 7? Yes. 
that God does not judge by our outward appearance, but exactly. God looks at the heart. Yes. Yes, it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height. For I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. You know, asking deep questions allow for this amazing thing that I mentioned earlier called empathy. And that's what Jesus is all about. Yeah, Jesus empathized. That's how he got to know us because he suffered the way we did. He knows he's been through what we've been through. It's good. Before we get to the empathy, I don't want to lose sight of... How you talked about how your uniqueness as a Latino, uh, you're proud of it. Mm -hmm. And whether we're from Latin America or Europe or our Mm -hmm. ethnicity is from Africa or our ethnicity is from Asia, we are unique and we were all created in the image of God. And we can be proud of that, knowing that together we reveal the glory of God regardless of our ethnicity. You know, Stephen, that brings us back to that first scripture we shared in Genesis about how we're relational. Yeah. Because the relational aspect of mankind is what reflects the image of God, not just the individual reflection. Right. That's great. So talking about empathy, that ultimately um, reflecting God's image Mm-hmm. Uh, requires empathy, and that's that's really what it means to to love people. Uh, a great portion of that. It's more than that, certainly, but yes. empathy is a great part of it. Yes. Why don't you talk about that a little? Absolutely. Uh, the, it, actors are empathize, professional empathizers. We can't judge our characters, no matter how evil, how bad, or how whatever it is they are. Uh, we can't judge them. We have to understand them. We have to really dig into the whys. And so, you know, what's funny is that I see God doing that to mm. us. He empathized with us when he sent Jesus. You know, he really tried to get to our level to really be with us, walk with us, uh, uh, cry with us. And, and, you know, he's showing that. And Jesus, as we mentioned earlier, is the example, is the exact reflection of God. So when we look at Jesus doing this thing and we are the image bearer of God, we are called to do the same, Steve. Right. right. We are literally called to do the same. We are called to empathize, to cry with, to understand, to go through things with our neighbor. Yeah. For you, Oscar, um, as we kind of wrap things up, yes. how, how do you, um, you look at your life now as a disciple and you look at your life now using your craft as an actor to reveal God's glory. What are your hopes and dreams? Uh, what is your ultimate goal? Is it fame or is it something bigger than that? That's a great question, Steve. I appreciate that. I have a couple things. Um, you know, ultimately, I have very humble goals when it comes to acting. I know that, you know, you can have very lofty goals. Uh, but I have very humble goals. You know, I just want to have some consistent work um, to find consistency. I, th- I think that's the hardest thing to find mm. as an actor is consistency and security. Um, so I- I'm looking for that. Mm. Um, but, you know, if you guys want to pray for me to be on a Marvel movie, I would love that too. <laughs> but is that your ultimate goal? No, no. My, is my goal is, is, is to be the image bearer of Jesus Christ, to be the image bearer of God. Everywhere I go, I want to help it's people great. get to know God. It's great. I really want uh, uh, people to you know, see God, whether through me or through the contents that we make at Screenland. 
Hey, I really appreciate uh, your time today and really talking about how you're using uh, your desire to be an actor, your heart to create as God is our creator. You are being an artist and you are also being a creator. And Oscar, we're really grateful for your example. I know that you, um, I, I trust that ultimately, uh, yeah, you are giving your best to your craft, but ultimately in giving your best to your craft, you're giving glory to God and maintaining your integrity. And I appreciate that. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing incredible things through Screenland. I want to bring it in for a landing uh, as a church as we reflect on being God's image bearers. Uh, and I want us to read Colossians 1, back to Colossians 1, verse 15. And we're going to read on down and bring it into our communion at this time. It says, again, it says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And I know for me, I longed for a role model. I certainly had a role model uh, as a father in terms of uh, someone that loved me deeply. I had uh, sports role models, but there was something missing uh, in my identity and it wasn't until I discovered that Jesus is the exact representation of God's being, that he is the image of God and he's who we should imitate, that true peace was brought, like you mentioned, Oscar. Um, at this time, church, I want us to each reflect on where we're at. Do we look at our lives as reflective of the image of God? Where do we get our identity? And do we see that Jesus ultimately brings us peace through his blood shed on the cross. He is our hope. He is our example. He's the ultimate goal of all of our lives. Uh, I'm really grateful for this time. I know that um, many of us today are really looking at, you know, how, how are we going to define our identity? And as Oscar shared, um, in some sense, we all need to immerse ourselves, not as an actor that is fake, but as an actor that is fully committed to being the character of those of the one that we're called to be, which is Jesus. And I'm super grateful that as we read, it says the blood of his cross heals us. The blood of his cross gives us new hope. The blood of the cross gives us forgiveness and enables us to actually be transformed and be the ultimate example and reflection of God. Let's go to him in prayer at this time. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this time to really talk with Oscar and learn about what it means to create for you and to think about you being our creator and that ultimately you created us to reflect you to a lost world. 
And we know that Jesus is our example. He's the character that we want to imitate. He's the character that we want to immerse ourselves in. And thank you so much for his blood shed and his body given that gives us the opportunity to be your image bearers. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've just listened to the West Side Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit thewestsidechurch.com or laicc.net.